usually when you think of hungry kids, you don't think of America, you don't think of New York City, you don't think of your community. So I wanted to do something about it. Alyssa once tutored seventh graders at a nonprofit called Breakthrough in New York. During their first meeting, she was confused when the coordinators brought out sandwiches, fruits, and vegetables for the children who were there. Alyssa thought, didn't these kids just eat lunch at school? And in an hour or two, weren't they going to have dinner at home? Uh, and I'll always remember the site coordinator turning to me and saying, we don't know whether they're getting lunch at school. We don't know whether they're getting dinner. A lot of these families uh, can't afford the cost of school meals, uh, regardless of if they're on reduced price or not. And we don't know whether they're going to be able to get a full lunch or a full meal at all at home. She did some research on her own and found that nearly 13 million children in America live in food-insecure households. Across the U.S., school districts offer free or reduced lunch programs. But a lot of families are ineligible because the parents or guardians earn just a few dollars above the cutoff line. Each school lunch costs around $2.35. To people who earn a decent living, these meals may seem cheap but not so much for the families who have extreme financial burdens and are just trying to make ends meet. So we knew we wanted to address school lunch meals, um, also because of food shaming. Like, kids can be stamped, they can be bullied, basically by their administration uh, for not being able to afford these meals. And so we w- knew we wanted to have it so that a community is coming together to help address this issue because regardless of how budgets or governments change, you'll always care about your community, you'll always want it to be better. So Alyssa had this idea. What if she created a platform that would allow parents or just about anyone in the community to anonymously pay for a 2 to $3 meal for a child who can't afford it? She thought, if kids are given proper nourishment and were spared the shame of not getting the same type of lunch as their peers, then these kids would be able to focus and do better in school. This app, she wanted to call it Food for Thought. So when a parent goes on, they'll have the opportunity when they're logging out to pay it forward for another student in their community. They can decide whether they want it to be someone within their area. Um, If there is no one in their area, it'll gradually increase. So it'll be district, uh, sort of city, uh, state, then all of America. Um, So you can decide to have it be this area. Oh, and there's one more detail about Alyssa. She's just 17 years old. This is the story of Alyssa Kapasi, young innovator, selfless teenager with an old soul, and the founder of Food for Thought. Go and make that change. There are always going to be kind people who do recognize that if there's an injustice facing kids, then kids are the best people to face that injustice. This is Maverick. And this is Camille. And this is Sincerely Human the show about humans you should know, and their stories of spreading positivity and doing good in the modern age. Imagine for a second you're an elementary or middle school student. It's lunch break, and you're waiting patiently in line at the school cafeteria. You're starving. You haven't really had anything filling for breakfast. So you pick up a hot meal at the counter, but then you're finally at the register, and it turns out you're not allowed to have that hot meal. 
Your parent or guardian has fallen behind in paying for your school lunch. Your tray of food is taken away and thrown in the garbage because the cafeteria workers think you've already touched it. You then get a brown bag with a slice of bread and cheese in front of all the other kids. Worse, you get a waterproof stamp that says, I need lunch money. It's like being branded with a scarlet letter for not being able to afford your lunch. This is called lunch shaming, and it happens every day to millions of kids across the United States. It's a cruel practice that was recently banned in the state of New Mexico. And I found that 76% of American school districts, according to the School Nutrition Association, have school lunch debt. So it was when I saw that statistic that it was clear to me that even though right now the government is trying and helping uh, many families who just can't afford the cost of these meals, that the support they're giving isn't fully adequate and it isn't covering enough families. Alyssa says that if 76% of districts have school lunch debt, then obviously the solutions currently in place are not fully working. So that's sort of why I realized that it needed to be addressed, not necessarily on a government level, but on a level of maybe a nonprofit or an organization such as Team Fig. Team Fig, that's the team that Alyssa built to create the Food for Thought app. She talked to friends she knew had impressive work ethic and had prior experience in tech, marketing, and business. In a short amount of time, she was able to form a talented group that could bring her idea into reality. So my role at Team Fig is working on, I'm kind of the lead of the technology and product. So I work on kind of overseeing the development of the actual platform and then kind of working on making sure the user experience is as uh, streamlined and efficient as possible. That's Emma Yang. When she's not working on Food for Thought, she's at orchestra practice. I started coding when I was a really young age. When I was around six years old, my dad introduced me to kind of like this kid's uh, programming courses, and I've been going since then. She's 13, by the way, and is one of the youngest members of Team Fig. You know, we're so fortunate that every day we know that we're going to have a meal at the end of the day and at lunch at school. But then there are people that uh, are our age and are going to school, but they don't have that kind of security. And we thought that it was really important that every person knows what that they're going to get a meal when they need it. So we wanted to leverage my knowledge of technology and our collective pa- uh, passion for social good to kind of work on a solution that would help kids like this use leveraging their own communities. And that's how we kind of got started with creating a technology platform and all, because we know that uh, technology can really help us make things really scalable and reach as many people as possible. And so that's why where we kind of found our route to developing Food for Thought. Apart from Emma, there are three other active members in the team. There's Ivy Mao. She's the one in charge of user interface, website, and logo design. She also does survey outreach to get feedback from potential users. She's 16 years old. On the business and marketing side, there's Fiona Xu. She's a 16-year-old junior who stays on top of social media marketing and partnerships. Finally, there's Maya Whites. She supports Alyssa with anything that's business-related. According to Alyssa, Maya has experience in creating business plans. Oh, and she's 13 years old too, like Emma. 
These five girls all go to Brearley High School in New York City. We meet once a week during school. So we have a small break on Thursdays. So we basically meet then, just decide, do I need an extension on this assignment? Do I need someone else to help me with it? Oh, I finished early. Oh, I can do something else. So on Thursday, we meet for 10 minutes just to sort of see if anyone, again, needs help or can start working on something else. Then on Sunday nights, we have a FaceTime call where we go through what we've accomplished, what needs to be added to it, and what we need to do going forward. Alyssa says that being all teenagers at Team Fig, trying to solve such a massive problem in the country, it's sometimes hard for adults to take them seriously. Adults will generally say, if you have an idea, wait until you're older. Uh, You know, that'll be great in 20 years when you're going to build it and do things. But something that I've really seen during the Peace First Challenge, because not only have we gotten mentors, but we've been exposed to other student groups that are uh, doing their best to combat different injustices, is that if you have an idea and you have a way and you've found something in your community that shouldn't be happening or something that you think you can really help eradicate or make better, then there are resources around you that you can utilize to go and make that change. The Peace First Challenge is a global platform that provides the tools and the investment needed for young people as they find solutions to social injustices they care about. Not everyone is going to believe in you because you are a teenager. But there are always going to be kind people who do recognize that oftentimes if there is an injustice facing kids, then kids are the best people to face that injustice. Truth be told, Alyssa's no ordinary kid. And it's not just because she's won so many awards like Top 10 Innovators Under 20 for Consumer Electronics Week or that she's an aspiring lawyer who's the head of her school's mock trial and debate team. Alyssa has grown up in a very privileged environment and yet she's never felt privileged. She always has been for the underdog and always feels that she has to help others. She has spent her whole life helping other people. That's Eileen Stein, Alyssa's lovely grandma. And I always say that she was born an elderly person, that she has an old soul since she was very little. (laughs) Alyssa is not into material things. She's into always doing helping humanity. And to me, that's very important. I'm very proud of her always. Alyssa along with the rest of the amazing girls at Team FIG, have a lot of work ahead of them. So we're looking to continue developing the application this year uh, and expand our team. So currently, uh, Mer de Blasio recently announced that all students in public schools in New York City will receive free meals for lunch. And that's amazing. That's what we want. Um, You know, we don't want any child to go hungry. Team FIG was ecstatic to hear this news from the city of New York. However, She says that they're determined to expand food for thought in different cities and areas because kids going hungry in school, with lunch shaming as a byproduct, is a national problem. The girls are working tirelessly at developing the beta version of the platform. They plan to pilot it next year during the fall semester. Organizations like the All State Foundation, the Peace First Organization, and Shape America are helping the girls partner with schools that can participate in Food for Thought. They're currently contacting school officials, students, and school staff across America to expand their team and spread their message. So if you want to be a part of Team Fig's journey, you can reach out to them through their Instagram account at team underscore fig and their Facebook page at teamfignpo. 
you can also reach out to them through their email, fftteamfig at gmail.com. Because we were so blown away with Team Fig, we just can't stop at Alyssa's story. In the next episode, we'll zoom in on Emma Yang. She's the multi-talented 13-year-old coder you heard from earlier. Apart from food for thought, she's working on another project called Timeless. So please keep an ear out for that episode. As always, we want to say thanks for listening to our podcast. If you haven't already, please do subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Also, we love our growing community on social media. If you want to get updates or a boost of inspiration in your day, just type in Sincerely Human. That's Sincerely, H-U-E-M-A-N, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and you will find us. Catch you guys again soon, and be good to one another.